Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Ghostbusters. One of the best comedies of all time, written by Dan Aykroyd, who, um, in recent years has basically gone batshit fucking insane, and Harold Ramis, who has unfortunately passed away. If you have been living under a rock for the past 40 years, Ghostbusters are a group of scientists that focus on the study of the paranormal. They start their own business and bust ghosts, and if you don't, uh know this movie, or at least seen one of them, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Or where have you been? That's another better story. Even it has one of the best theme songs of all time. One of the most iconic theme songs. There's no way you haven't heard it. If you've ever been to a Spirit Halloween or a Walmart around here in the United States, you fucking heard it. I guarantee it. Uh, I love the story of this movie. It's very original and is entertaining the whole time. So they took the batshit craziness of Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, you know, being a great scriptwriter and a hilarious man, fused them together into making one of the greatest, like, paranormal comedies of all time. I guess that's the best way to call it. Um, the whole cast is great. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis, Sigourney Weaver, Ernie Hudson, ain't... Annie Potts, and William Atherton. Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver have great chemistry together. My favorite scene is when Vankman is looking through her apartment because she called him because she opened her refrigerator after her eggs exploded and cooking on her on the counter, uh, opened up the refrigerator and saw a flaming pyramid and flames all around and a giant dog-like creature saying, Zool. We end up finding later that Zul is a demigod from the Sumerian uh, religion. And then he also works for a, a bigger god named Gozer, who is the destroyer, who comes to different dimensions and will destroy you after you give him a form of which to take. Or she, doesn't really say. It's a woman that plays Gozer, but it, they don't give him a gender, or at least I don't think they do. He looks like David Bowie. That's the best way to describe him, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I just love that scene. So funny. Uh, there's a lot of great ab-libbing from Bill Murray in that scene. I love the piano keys. He starts playing the piano keys. Like, they hate it. They hate it when I do this. I love to get agitated. I, it's, it's just little things like that. And I think Sigourney was uh, very easily was able to rib off of him. It just makes the whole scene great. And it gives them genuine romance. It's... Not one of the more conventional ones, I would say, in a movie, because I think the way that Frankman goes about wooing her, this could be really different through the fact that it's Bill Murray doing it. Uh, yeah. Also, this film shows how great they are at ad living, just in general. Everyone is perfectly ribbing off each other, giving the whole movie uh, some of its best laughs are from those from that type of humor. Uh, Harold and Dan and Bill, just awesome together. They clearly were... <laughs> they were clearly meant to all be in the film, being as though they wrote it, <laughs> and Bill being a friend of theirs. So, yeah, and if you watch any of the other films that they're all in, uh, similar to Stripes or like Groundhog's Day, because Harold Ramis directed that one, um, yeah, just all that one, great. They, they were a great dynamic they had. But yeah, it's, it's fucking hilarious. I can't say that enough. Uh, it's, it's just one of the greatest examples of a comedy. The special effects have definitely aged, I will say. Uh, the practical effects still look pretty good, like some of the costumes uh, that you'll see in it still look pretty decent. Uh, may not be the best you've ever seen, but I think it looks pretty good. 
specifically with the scenes where like Sigourney Weaver's character, she gets like grabbed by a bunch of like, I guess, ghost hands or what the fuck they were. Like she's like locked in a chair and they like rip through and grab her and the, as they pull her to be possessed. Um, there's like this skeleton zombie dude that's in a taxi. He looks, still looks pretty good. Uh, the claymation uh, Zools look kind of goofy, but that's whatever. Because um, <laughs> it's stop motion animation. And I believe they did the same thing for Slimer. Who's the green the ghost? If you don't know who the fuck that is, which would be amazing. Uh, being though he's, I guess you would say he's kind of like the flagship character of the franchise. It doesn't affect the enjoyability of the film, uh, but you will notice it. It's there's no getting around it. <laughs> you will. Uh, but yeah, this movie's just great. I think it's funny. It's super fun to watch. Um, I love you know the actual. I guess you'd say paranormal science they used in it. Um, yeah, I just think it's great. And I love how each character feels like its own person. Uh, Ernie Hudson's character, he's, you know, he's more like the realist. He's just like the average Joe everyday guy. And I think that's part of the reason why he was definitely put in the movie. They needed that character to kind of offset the three scientists. They needed him to be the everyday Joe. So like when people are like questioning them, he's like, yo, motherfuckers, I've, I, I've seen the shit. I've, they're, they're not lying at all. It's, it's, it's real. And it's getting worse. And then you go like Thankman who's a bit of a sarcastic ladies man it doesn't seem to really take his own science seriously um and then dan Arkwright's character him and um egon who is harold ramus's character they very much uh, embody more of the nerds of the group uh harold ramus's character being an encyclopedia being much more of the outsider like he corrects a fungus bacteria and spores uh when the their secretary starts flirting with him it's one of my favorite things She's trying. She's like flirting, flirting with him throughout the whole movie, and he's just saying the most like <laughs> nerdy shit. He's like, "What do you do? What do you have any hobbies?" And he's like, "I collect spores, bacteria, and fungi." And she's like, "Wow, that's so fascinating." <laughs> so I, yeah, it's just great. I love everybody in it. Um, I will say the only thing I don't know is just like kind of sticks out to me is I, I, I really like Rick Moranis. I understand kind of the dynamic that he's the annoying. Uh, neighbor to Sigourney Weaver's character and he's just like this goof and I love him for that I love the character but part of me feels like he wasn't necessary to the whole dynamic of the movie I know he's there to be possessed by the key master which is fine but I don't know I just feel like his character isn't really important until the last part of the movie which even then is kind of iffy because basically his character just really wants to you know be with Sigourney Weaver's character and she's, it's obvious that she rejects him and he's just kind of too much of a dweeb to be able to tell because she's too nice. And then when they're possessed, because she gets possessed by the, uh, the gatekeeper and he gets possessed by the key master. And he, he, what's funny is I, I'm pretty sure, at least it's my understanding of it, that when they're possessed, the, the, care, the gatekeeper kind of takes out more of the personality or maybe like they, their personality is attributed to their host because... When she's possessed, she gets really sexual, starts sleeping with, Bill, uh, tries to sleep with Bill Murray's character, Thankman. She's just, yeah, she's just, uh, she's even got eyeshadow, which is amazing. I love how ghosts are, uh, you know, experienced cosmetology. <laughs> um, yeah, and then when Rick Moranis' character is possessed, he's still like a fucking dweeb and a goof. He's just running around like if they, uh, when he gets found by Egon, and he's like, "Do you want coffee?" And he's like, "Do I?" And he's just a goof the whole time. And then 
they end up sleeping together when they're possessed. I don't know. I just thought, I, I don't know if that was like his key was the penis and her vagina was the, the gate. Never really explains that part. They're just kind of there and then they, they summon him. But it's kind of, to me, it always kind of alluded to the fact that like it cuts to them and he's all like messed up and he's got that stupid grin on his face and she's just kind of standing there. Like it, that's, to me, that's the implication. I'm sure. But <laughs> that was the only part I was ever like, huh. Because I had seen, I haven't really watched it in a little bit because they had, I don't have, I didn't have cable for a long time. And then I finally found it on Blu-ray. So I was like, oh shit, I gotta rewatch this. I love this movie. Because um, it was one of my favorites as a kid. So it's been a little bit since I watched it. And I just, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of forgot about that part. And I was like, huh, weird. So yeah, I guess that it's not really a negative, but it's the other thing. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm gonna give this movie a 9 out of 10. It's a near perfect movie. It's a great comedy. Definitely one of the best ones you can watch out there. Plus, it's the Halloween time, it's the spooky season. So watch some good movies watch ghostbusters it's good not don't watch the bad one which isn't uh, ghostbusters 2 ain't great either but you know which one i'm talking about don't watch that one watch this one so <laughs> hope you enjoyed this review if you enjoyed it i have a bunch of other episodes if you'd like to go give, go give those a listen i have an instagram page dr parker's movie reviews um i talk about stuff you can listen here talk about on here video games other pop culture sides like updates about like maybe like uh, the Knights of Republic. I talk stuff about that, my opinions on those. So if you're interested, go give that a look. And please help, you know, support this podcast by giving my sponsor a chance. I have the discount code. So please, please, please think about it. Thank you. If the last two years have taught us anything, it's the importance of health. Being physically fit is key in overall health. Regular exercise and smart eating build the framework for a strong body with a powerful immune system. Now is the time. Viking Fitness can show you the way to a fit and healthy body. No gimmicks and no crash diets. Your custom designed fitness plan is based on science and good old fashioned hard work. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603 today for a free consultation. Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your custom plan. Pure results, no bullshit. vikingfitnessnh.com Thank you.